Hello, it is Monday, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. My name is Tom Joustra, and I will be your host this week. And my guest today is none other than... Lori Joustra. Yes, my wife, my better half, is here uh, all week long to kind of uh, uh, help us uh, to kind of do this together. So uh, we're a little nervous. Oh, yeah. We've never done something like this before, uh, but we're kind of excited to kind of do this as well. And so here we go. Um, now, as most of you listeners probably know, one of the best ways to grow as a disciple is to be in God's word. Because um, that's where we hear uh, from God, and that's where he reminds us of things. That's where he challenges us with things. And so um, that's what we're doing here with this podcast. Um, we are... Um, guiding you and we're guiding ourselves together through the daily Bible reading plan that we have here at Victory Point. And so whether you're um, on your commute this morning or whether you're sitting down around the the, the kitchen table having breakfast or whether you're um, out doing a, a run or a walk, uh, we're just glad that you tuned in today. So, Lori, um, a lot of people know who we are, but but maybe some people don't know who we are. So could you just introduce us a little bit and a little bit about our family and kind of who they are and where they are? Okay. <laughs> um, Tom and Lori Jostra. We have been married for 35 years. 35. Almost 36 this summer. Yes. Um, we have, well, Tom grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in Arizona. We met at Calvin College. We moved out to California for five years, and then we moved here. We have four children. Um, our oldest is a teacher and lives in Iowa. Her name is Laura, and she is single. Our second one is Calvin and his wife, Leanne. They live in Tampa, Florida. So that's where we were for spring break. And our daughter, Anna, and her her husband, Logan, live in Colorado Springs, and they're our summertime vacation. And um, our youngest, Emily, is in grad school right now in Illinois, but she's soon to be moving to Tucson, Arizona this summer. So they're all over the place. <laughs> they are definitely all over the place. But we love it. It's places to go. Places and... to go when we have vacations from school. Yeah. Right yeah. to the summertime. They or... keep getting farther and farther away. Well, with Tucson, that'll Tucson's be... tough. That, that's going to be, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a multiple day drive. <laughs> the only the only plus is that my mother and I have a brother that live in Phoenix, so that's only two hours away for Emily. Exactly. So, but anyway. So that's a little bit about us and a little bit about our family. Um, now, for those of you listening this morning or the, uh, today, uh, you probably know how this podcast goes, but in case you're new to the podcast, um, here's how it works. Um, throughout this week, um, we've been given daily uh, Bible passages to read together, and uh, most of us read this as part of our personal devotions in the morning or in the evening, uh, but this podcast is just a chance for two of us to, to kind of talk about what the Lord has been saying to us uh, in these different passages for the week, and um, for you to, to hear it and, and be challenged and to um, um, listen, and um, yeah, together as we um, open up God's word, um, just kind of, yeah, just check out what God is kind of trying to say to us. And today's passage is from Acts 4, verses 5 to 12. Now, Lori and I by no means are any experts um, no. in the Bible at all. And so we're just kind of um, 
going to share with you after we read the passage, kind of what we felt the Lord telling us or reminding us of. And um, so here we go. All right. All right. So the passage today um, is from Acts 4, verses 5 to 12. And I'm reading from the New International Version. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel. It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. So, Lori, what were... What was something that sort of like stuck out to you um, as you read this passage in, in preparation for today? Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing was in verse 12 where it says salvation is found in no one else. And there's no other way that you get salvation without believing in Jesus. And that stuck out. But the other thing was, is I was wondering why these rulers were throwing Peter and John into jail. I mean, what was it that caused them to do that? Um, and why were they on trial? And so they healed a man. So okay. I looked back and it's what, it's the beautiful gate, right? Or the, the um, it's the man that would come to the gate every day. There's like the gates that led into Jerusalem, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he asked, he begged for money, and that was when Peter said, silver and gold, I do not have, but I can give you, Okay. Right? Yep. however that goes. Yep. Anyway, so, but it wasn't, I thought maybe it was on a Sabbath, and that's why they were saying, you know, okay, you're not supposed to do this, but it didn't seem like that was that way. So that was one of the things I was wondering. So you're wondering why, yeah, why they're on trial. Yeah. For healing. Yes. Somebody. Yes. Okay. Now Jesus, they got Jesus into trouble because Jesus would do it on the Sabbath, right? At times, but this, it didn't seem that it was that. But okay. Anyway. So if I if I if I repeat what you kind of said here, uh, that 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 part of verse twelve, salvation is found in no one else. Yes. That was kind of just a reminder to you that, yeah, Jesus is our only, yes, Savior. He's the way. We can't find salvation anywhere else or in anyone else. Right, Jesus is the right. way. Right, He's the way. And then you were questioning why, yes. why the healing okay, and why that was so awful. Right, that they, it was that, worth putting him them into jail. Right, and then putting them on trial. Yes, the next day. Yes, um, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do see here in verse seven, um, they asked, you know, when when they brought Peter and John before them they did ask by what power or what name did you do this and i had kind of um underlined that as something that kind of stuck out to me 
because that made me that made me wonder. You know, was was this a common question that these these high priest people <laughs> asked other people? Like like when things would happen, would they call them in and say, "Hey, by what power did you do this?" or "By what name did you do this?" Yeah. And um, and so they were just were Peter and John just just two more people that they called in because things were happening. I, I don't know. I did have a footnote in my Bible that talked about like the rulers were like, yeah, the wealthy intellectual people. Okay. But then, and these specific people were all at Jesus's trial. Okay. Okay. And then um, basically the footnote said that they were not pleased that the man they sacrificed for their nation had followers that were just as persistent and who promised to be as just as troublesome as Jesus. And I thought that was very interesting. Huh. So they thought they got rid of the problem with Jesus. Exactly. But then it's like, oh, wait a minute. But his followers are just as bad. And there's more of them. <laughs> bad as in. Bad as in. In quotation marks. Exactly. They're still going to bother us. Right. Anyway, in, I just thought our, that was very in our ways, or the ways that we do things, exactly, which are the right ways of doing things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So you found that on your footnote? Yeah, it was in my Bible. Okay. Um, something else that that stuck out to me was that phrase in verse eight that said, "Filled with the Holy Spirit." Yeah, I um, had that too. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking, okay, when in my life have I felt like I've been like filled with the Holy Spirit? Because I can't say. I always feel like I'm filled. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I believe I always have the Holy Spirit yeah, because I'm a Christian, but am I always filled with it? And I, you'll remember this from a couple of years ago. We were we stopped at a rest area. I think it was on I-94 uh, east of Kalamazoo. We stopped at a rest area there, and there was a couple sitting on a bench, and they were holding up a sign saying that they needed gas money okay, for their car. And so we went in and used the restroom and came out and, and I and I saw them there. And I, I I feel like at that time I was filled with the Holy Spirit because I was like, I noticed them and I just couldn't get it out of my head that they were sitting there asking for something. And so I don't remember, we, I got back to the car and I said, I, I'm not going to give them much, but I feel like I have to go over there and give them some gas money. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when I walked over to them and, and I guess I, feel like I was filled at that time because I was confident in what I was doing and I felt like I was doing the right thing. But I walked over there and I said, hi, my name is Tom and I'm someone who follows Jesus. And he kind of gave me the idea that I needed to um, give you some money to help with gas. I said, it's not a lot. Okay. But I'm, I'm just being obedient to what I feel uh, Jesus is telling me to do right now. And I, I guess it's those times in my life when I look back that, okay, that's when I feel like I'm filled. Yeah. With the Holy Spirit, when when, the, when He prompts me to do something, and I'm confident and bold enough to actually to do it to do it. So then, when I look at Peter here, okay, Peter was being being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, he was like, "Then know this, you and all the people of Israel." Then he's like, he boldly says, "It's by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, that this man stands before you healed." And so um, that that just stuck out. They to were me. very bold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The stone you builders rejected. Exactly. Which was to become the cornerstone. I mean, that. Right. So I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, Laurie, but can you think of any time in your life that you were like 
filled with the Holy Spirit that you just knew you had to do something and so you like did it? Oh, I've probably had. Like you couldn't ignore it that you just like, you had to do something. Well, just the other day in our neighborhood, I was coming home and there was this lady, it was really windy. And well, there was right. this yes. lady was walking, an older woman was walking and she was bent way over and was struggling. And I thought, oh boy, I need to get her in the car and take her wherever she needs to go. And I stopped and just as I stopped, she fell and hit her head on the on the ground and she was just standing on her hands and knees when I, and so I quick turned the car around and got out and I, yeah. And then she ended up being a mother of our neighbor, but I didn't have to stop. I could have just ignored her, but I knew I needed to do something. Mm -hmm. So we got it. Fortunately, there was another neighbor across the street that saw her fall, who was a nurse, which was wonderful. Right. And we got her in the car and, um, took her to her daughter's house and then the nurse kind of brought her in and talked with her and then I just left. But I just, yeah, I could have ignored it, but, and there's been other times in my life that I've mm -hmm. had that right in a grocery store or something that you just kind of. Well, I do have to say that living with you for 35 years, <laughs> you, you are better at that than I am. Like, like you're the one that's often saying, Tom, go and help that person, well, you know, yeah, cause know. you, I know. Anyway. So yes, I, I, yeah. I, that's something I need to work at more. Okay. Right. To be filled with the Holy spirit so that I'm bold enough to do something when I notice something that needs to right. be done. So anything else that bubbled up or have we kind of covered it all or. I think that's about all I have. Okay. So, um, Hey, thanks everyone for joining us today. Um, tomorrow we'll be back with another episode of the podcast. And so, uh, we hope that you'll join us for that. Um, May you all be filled with the Holy Spirit. May Lori and I be filled with the Holy Spirit this week as we as we do life. And um, Lori, would you close us out with, um, with a little blessing? Until then, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. All right. See you tomorrow.